All right, I just started uh, recording. I'm back uh, here with um, King Willie, Willie Williams, uh, educator on the south side of Chicago. Go ahead and speak to uh, to our listeners, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Thank you for the platform. Uh, again, just to be able to speak and uh, really break down and dissect um, things that we say and how we say it. I think this work is so important because we use words so many times. Um, and we, we kind of coin our lives by phrases to where we don't define those phrases for ourselves or we don't make them for ourselves. And therefore we end up falling victim to somebody's plan in that phrase and not our own. And so when you say this work, talk to me. Um, when I say this work, I really mean redefining who your identity is as a person. Um, from your strengths and from your from your advantages, and not necessarily, you know, a state of just looking at your surroundings, looking at yourself, and seeing what's all wrong with it, but being able to redefine yourself and talk about the things that are also um, good with it, the things that you're also building on on your own terms. <coughs> yeah, on your own terms, and that's the work that's necessary, uh, and that's certainly the. The uh, the undertaking of uh, of killing cliches. We were talking earlier about black on black crime and you asked the question. I'm going to let you ask the question again, but you already know if we're going to have this conversation on killing cliches, we're going to have it the killing cliches way, meaning that we're going to define it. We're going to pick it apart uh, and we're going to try to put it back together in a way that makes sense for us and our betterment and, and ascension uh, versus uh, just looking at it and saying, oh, black on black crime. So ask the question again. And then you also used the word variance earlier. So I want to I want to I want to pick that apart uh, to ensure that, uh, you know, we are well established on how it is that we're thinking and how it is that we're using our words uh, and that there is no variance there. So help me out. What what was your question? And then kind of kind of lead us uh, along the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but do you have uh, something that speaks to the cliche of in a lot of ways of black on black crime and or violence? Right. And my answer, so that was my original question, my answer was first, I don't have anything titled that, but there is one episode you know on killing cliches uh where i speak to the brothers in the nba and i say you know thank you to the brothers in the nba and i see uh really through that uh conversation that i was having um that there's an opportunity to see black on black anything and everything and not just have it centered on the negative aspects because what we're having right now is black on black conversation. You understand? Uh, we have black on black fellowship. When we get together, we have black on black, uh, spades parties. You know, we have black on black intelligence, black. So to say black on black crime and not black on black, uh, building black on black businesses, then that, I think it really spells out, uh, the fact that, you know, folks continue to inflict phrases and words upon us without us saying wait 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 that don't pertain to me okay um but speaking to that point as well then it brings in a, a question for me an interesting question for me that i asked my mother that i uh, kind of talked to you about before of uh, variants and how often we use terms 
um, and how quickly we use terms uh, opposed to how quickly we use those other terms that you were just talking about. Um, and I took a quantitative studies class for my PhD. Um, and I'm learning just about how data and, uh, and even people's thoughts can be organized to say an overall concept. Um, and I think that when it comes to talking about black on black crime or violence, we are very quick to have an organized thought that is mirrored throughout all different parts of, uh, the United States to where when our community looks at crime, we look at it and look at it like it's uh, a problem that uh, is solely on us. Um, but there's no variance in how we super look at it. We're just quick to look at it and just be like, oh, well, this is what it is. And then that stops a lot of argument. So you can you can be saying how well something is going. Oh, look at, the, look at the movement of 2020 and in seven months. And it's like, but well, what about black on black crime? And it's like, hmm. okay. That, that, that ends the whole conversation. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. because of what you're saying is a lack of variance, a lack of the ability to say, wait a minute, there's there's another nuance there. Like I was speaking to earlier, black on black empowerment, black on black improvement, black on black home ownership. You know what I mean? You own a home, I own a home. So that's black on black home ownership. <laughs> Let's tagline that, y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, I was thinking of uh three points. So first of all, what is black on black crime um, as a, as a black person living in the black community like how do we then define black on black crime like do we define somebody getting robbed at the bus stop as black on black crime do we define somebody you know what I mean being in a fight at school as black on black crime because mm. that influences a lot of how we then see our people mm. and also variance so if we're saying that, you know what I mean, black on black crime, what about black folks killing each other? When you go to a gas station and it's all black folks, are you looking over your shoulder now because you've almost spoken this over yourself so much? Hmm. To where it's like black on black this, black on black crime, black on black crime, to where you speaking those words over, you know what I mean, where you might be going sometimes. Hmm. Um, and then uh, the last point might be uh, America the violence. And how, you know what I mean, America's uh, history in a certain type of way um, was built off of violence and was built off of uh, taking what you want, uh, was built off of hurting other families no matter what, um, because of my own belief, except for y'all. Yeah, except for y'all. Yeah, if it's if it's yeah, black folks doing it, then it's it's called something different. It's it's constituted as, and I'm using the word constitution very specifically. Social mm-hmm. studies is constituted yeah. and governed against uh, as um, as an attack, as an as a breach mm-hmm. on someone else's yeah. rights versus yeah. you being able to have the right to be a brother and take what's rightfully yours as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. So well, when we're looking at crime, what all does crime is not just death. Uh, crime is not just people dying. Crime is a whole assortment of things. And if we're now talking about the whole assortment of things, then we got to talk about the whole assortment, of not only people, hmm. but how also we see ourselves in this definition. We have to talk like, about the variance. Yeah. You can have a million different definitions of black. Um, and if, if you told all your listeners, then you probably get a million definitions of black. However, how do we redefine those terms for ourselves? Mm-hmm. So to break black down into just letters, uh, what do those letters mean to you? To me, black means, uh, 
Let's see, I wrote this down. Sorry. Because uh, I pinned a letter to my students as I was kind of thinking about this. Um, and to me, Black means beautiful, loving, articulate angels curate knowledge. So based off that, if I'm using that definition of Black to start off a conversation about Black-on-Black -black crime, I have to approach the conversation much differently. Say what you I just said again. Beautiful, loving angels. Beautiful, loving, loving, articulate, articulate angels. Articulate angels. Curating knowledge. Knowledge. Yep. So if, you know, if we're going to use a term to define ourselves, uh, to put ourselves into a label, if you want to, then what label, what, what do you define as that label? What do you say about that label? What does it mean for you to be black? before you enter a conversation about black on black crime. Because oftentimes, you know, that can present a trauma-filled conversation in which we walk around in circles around maybe the initial problem. Maybe the initial problem was police killing black folks. But we didn't got ourselves into a conversation of black on black crime to where we walking around in circles about this when we haven't solved this. Well, we you, haven't solved that. Man, you're saying something so so very incredible uh, because you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Uh, uh, what I've learned how to do is give pause to everything that kind of comes my way. You know, if it's in conversation, if it's, you know, mm -hmm. television, if it's a commercial, I'm giving pause. I'm putting I'm putting, a, you know, a curtain up like, wait, 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 that's not for me. That's not for me. Uh, but what you're saying, even with regard to black on black crime, we got to put a curtain up. We got to say, wait a minute, let's not use that uh, in the same way that it's been used against us. Right. And so if there is a conversation about um, about poverty. Right. Uh, or about I'll say it like this. If there's a conversation about the community, the hood, we have to be mindful in the way that we use our words, that it not be stuck on how we've been pit against one another. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so far as, yeah, black on black crime uh, and also uh, educated versus uneducated. You know what I mean? Them over there, us over here. Uh, these are even even using those types of pronouns uh, tend to divide us uh, versus bringing us together. Uh, and so taking a moment to, to look at black on black crime from this lens, this, you know, this phrase, I should say. Because it's not even that we're looking at black on black crime. We're looking at a, a, a term that is used so very broadly and so very vastly uh, that, like you said, it, it tends to uh, stop conversations on improvement, stop conversations on, wait a minute, why are not dollars coming in this community? Oh, it's too much black on black crime. <laughs> is yeah, that what you're saying to yeah. me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I totally agree. Why are there and not? I, why I, is there I, not the investment? Oh, it's too much black on black crime. Well, what? There are number of black folks over here, and so when yeah. you go to the Romanian neighborhoods, the Polish, the Polish neighborhoods, there's crime there. Do you do you call that Poland on yeah. Poland crime? White on white crime? No. You say that there's a variance there, and you yeah. tend to skew towards the positive versus the negative. Yeah, that downtown Chicago Road. Uh, Lori Lifer a letter to say that it is totally unacceptable for violence to be happening in their community. <laughs> Downtown Chicago, 
<laughs> residents all got together and wrote a community letter to the mayor to say, this is totally unacceptable how our community is experiencing violence. And they had it for maybe two months, three months out of the year. We talking about a problem that is years, decades long, but it's only a couple of decades long too. So when we're talking about what is black on black crime, there was no metric for black on black crime in the fifties <laughs> during Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. During, you know what I mean? There, mm-hmm. there was no defending metric against it. So we're only looking at metrics that are based off of uh, communities that maybe have suffered from different things being introduced to them. So where it, then you're going to get some form of black on black crime just based off of what's kind of happening in my eyes. So how why is it that black why is it that the phrase has been used to weaponize that's that's really what I'm getting down yeah. to because these words yeah. these phrases are now mm-hmm. weapons against uh improvement against betterment against people wanting to live certain places I don't want to live there's too yeah. much black on black yeah. crime I don't want to do this there because it's too much this that it's too much black on black this uh crime I'm just, I'm going to use that because that yeah. particular phrase is now used as a weapon so yeah, how is it and why is it, where is it that that term became a weapon and, and we don't do nothing about it? So I'm going to use, uh, I'm going to think about it as a personal weapon. So I went to school at Alabama and in my first year. And everybody that heard I was from Chicago was like, oh, dang, you from now? Oh, dang, man, y'all, wow, y'all this, y'all that. To where I kind of started to live a certain persona of Chicago Willie to where, you know, now that emulates in my persona. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. Um, in a way that was weaponized to kind of be like, yeah, okay, yeah, this is where we from to provide a layer of toughness. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are many different ways to where we introduce uh, the conversation on black on black crime to stop conversations, to create fear. Um, I, there's no reason for me to fear my people. I love living in the neighborhood I do. Um, and although crime happens here, a lot of other stuff happens here too. So if Thank I you. want to measure that on a scale, if I want to measure everything on a scale, and then how much do crime incidents happen, I'm sure that I will find surprise, more surprising numbers than what is presented to me now. Mm-hmm. But e- even with the cliche, even with people weaponizing it, you have, uh, evidence that you can use to back it up, but you don't have enough evidence of something more positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. even if you do, it's not easily accessible. Well, can, it, on ABC Seven main page right now, you can go and track Chicago homicide. Right, and that's imperialism. Imperialism mm-hmm. seeks to um, write everything down in their own way. Yeah. Right. Yep. And and I'm yep. saying that very very broadly. But look at the way, just like you just said, look at the way that the data is collected. In this mm-hmm. imperialist society, it's going to always collect data to speak negative against yeah. black people. And it's in, yeah. or it's going to be cast against black on black crime. It'll yeah. be cast yeah. against this uh uh the lack of uh education, if you will. Yeah. Versus saying, yeah. wait a minute, how many of us are actually educated versus how many of us are uneducated? Mm-hmm. In the sense of their way again of writing this stuff down, because I said again, I said on a previous podcast, my grandmama had more wisdom in her pinky than a whole lot of quote unquote educated folks. Yeah. And so yeah. how we even define being educated 
needs to be picked apart. Black educated, mm-hmm. black educated people. Man, yeah, I've been to Harvard. I have. I've been, you know, I came out of Morehouse, been to DePaul. Um, but I having the conversations that I've had with folks that ain't been to none of them places, excuse me for saying ain't, have been so mm-hmm. much more enlightening. So much more empowering. I know somebody that is close to the head of uh, either Pepsi or, or Coca-Cola. Don't have anything more than a bachelor's degree. You know what I mean? And this is the black. This is the brother. Yeah. Because of the the way he um, has been educated amongst his family, uh, amongst his surroundings, uh, amongst the things that he's read, uh, versus solely and primarily based on what school I went to and what degree do I have. 